Welcome to One Thing from Genesis. Thanks for joining us. I'm Scott, and as we look at just one thing from Genesis week by week, I hope we both better understand God's supremacy and the hope, joy, and purpose He intends for our daily lives. God longs for a deep relationship with all people, and He's given us the Bible as the way to understand Him and what He wants to give us. Each week, we'll look at one thing and see how it applies to our daily lives. So with that, let's look at one thing from Genesis. If you have listened to past episodes, you might remember the promises that God made to Abraham and then to his son Isaac. Back in Genesis 15, God took Abraham outside and said, Look up at the sky and count the stars, if indeed you can count them. So shall your offspring be. Then in Genesis 26, God spoke to Isaac and said, Stay in this land for a while, and I will be with you and will bless you. For to you and your descendants I will give these lands and will confirm the oath I swore to your father Abraham. I will make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and give them all these lands. And through your offspring, all nations on earth will be blessed. Why did God choose to speak to Abraham and Isaac? Like you and me, they had some good qualities, but like us, they had their failings. Neither was perfect, and yet God graciously chose them to serve in his story. Let me tell you about Isaac's son, Jacob. We might ask why God would choose him as well. Jacob had deceived his father and received his blessing while in disguise. And now his brother planned to kill him. So he had to flee from home to Abraham's homeland. And as he traveled that first night, leaving behind all that he knew and headed towards uncertainty, he was lost. Perhaps not physically lost, but emotionally and spiritually lost. As darkness fell, he put his head on a stone to sleep for the night. And while he was sleeping, he had a dream in which he saw a stairway resting on the earth with its top reaching to heaven. And the angels of God were ascending and descending on that stairway. And then in Genesis 28, verses 13 and 14, we read this. There above it stood the Lord, and he said, I am the Lord, the God of your father, Abraham, and the God of Isaac. I will give you and your descendants the land on which you are lying, Your descendants will be like the dust of the earth, and you will spread out to the west and to the east, to the north and to the south. All peoples on earth will be blessed through you and your offspring. We don't know much about Jacob's faith prior to this, but I believe Jacob had an aha moment during that dream. You've had an aha moment, haven't you? That time in which you understand something that will change your life forever? It can be as simple as finding the balance to learn to ride a bike. It can be more significant as you recognize the solution to a difficult problem or identify that passion that will lead your career for years to come. That night, in that dream, Jacob understood God in a new way. God had chosen him to bless all people. He arose the next morning, erected an altar with that stone pillow, and worshiped God. In faith, our aha moment can be when we recognize God for who he truly is and realize how much he loves us 
and how he has showered grace on us, chosen us from among all people to be his. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob were not chosen by God because they were good or right or perfect. God, in his grace, chose them to be used by him to bless other people. Grace is God's unmerited favor. We don't deserve or earn it. And God showers his grace on people like you and me. Grace is that undeserved blessing that we cannot earn, but yet God gives us out of his love. The greatest example of grace is when God sent his only son, Jesus, down from heaven to live a life on earth, showing us his love. In the first chapter of the Gospel of John, as Jesus meets a future disciple, he refers to Jacob's dream, telling him that he would see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. He's talking about himself as the latter. Jesus would later die for our sins so that we can be reunited with God. When you realize that Jesus died for you, that's an aha moment. That realization changes your life forever. When you realize it, like Jacob, you can worship God in a new way, grateful for his gift of grace, his unmerited favor, and just like Jacob, receive the opportunity to serve in God's story. I hope these few thoughts about one thing from Genesis encourages you to dig deeper into the Bible. Until next week, here's hoping you'll find one more thing from Genesis.